Pops and the Rican. Pops and the Rican. Pops and the Rican. Pops and the Rican. It's gonna start off, so hit that. Just wanna make sure we're good. Should be good. Oh, that's good. That's great. What kind of camera is that? That is a Panasonic HD. It's that's old school. Right? We're here. Oh man. Seventeen forty-two. Chris, you're going that. It does what it needs to do, so yeah. this is exactly what we need. Yeah, yeah man, it's nice. The older, but it's nice. Yeah, it's nice. nice. All right. So, uh, hey everybody, uh, it's the uh, it's Pops and the Rican show, yes. and uh, for those of you who for, have forgotten, uh, I'm I'm Pops, and I'm the Rican. What <laughs> Rican? Yes, sir. I love that word. San Juan. San Juan. No, actually, um, uh, Naranjito. Oh, are you kidding me? Yeah, you know Edgar Rivera? I know a lot of Rivera. Oh, yeah, that's true. Rivera, that's so. true. That's true. It's like, uh, you know uh, Darnell Washington? Yeah, yeah, I know Darnell. Yeah, I know. That's serious, man. That's all good, man. So, this is the Bob's and the Rican uh, family reunion. <laughs> right. Uh, all the Puerto Ricans have come to the show. That's my, my Dominican brother right here, right here. Uh, so, <laughs> this is uh, the Ricans. Uh, uh, <laughs> So for those of you who uh, who have not uh, seen BT or heard of him because uh, you you have no life, uh, <laughs> right? You need to go ahead. Yeah, this, this guy uh, he's, he's a great comic that has been uh, all over the scene and uh, he's in Indianapolis for the weekend. Yeah. And so we said, hey, uh, since you're in town, can we sit down and have a conversation? Yeah. He said no. But then we reminded him that uh, we know his parole officer. <laughs> no, no, no. No, we're doing a show today at uh, Joker's Comedy Club, downtown Indianapolis. It's a wonderful Joker's Comedy Club. It's a great place. And uh, I first saw you on Drive Our Comedy. Really? Okay, yeah, that was good. I did that. Matter of fact, I probably did that last year around this time. Because I remember I just gotten this hip replaced okay. uh, in uh, February. And I still had a cane, because I walked up with a cane, and I kind of put it to the side and did a whole set, basically, from sitting on that stool. Right. So it was hard not to be, you know, really mobile, but yeah, that's what I, I remember that, man. That was a good time. It's a good yeah, time. The Mormons are very nice people, thank you. Yeah, yeah. So, let me ask you, uh, because we've got a couple of uh, dry bar, I mean, they're, they're not dry bar comics, but they've been on dry bar. Yeah. Uh, has that, has a, they're, Exposure has that done a lot for you, or are you still kind of waiting to see how much it's going to do for you? In the business, I can't, I can't really say it has in the business, but you never know, man. This thing is it, comedy, and the way the business is now, it's like it's always, it's, it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. If you stay in it long enough, I'm a firm believer. You stay in it long enough, and you still will dedicate yourself to it, which is very, very difficult to do at this stage. But you stay focused. Man, like sometimes they come back to you. Yeah. And like, I, I, honestly, I don't remember how I got that. I really, don't. I, I knew a guy who set me up with that, but I don't know how I met him. I think I met him at a comic festival. Anyway, he gave me an email of a so we did it, and it's a good piece of tape. So, and they keep putting it out, and so, but I get people hit me up on my uh, uh, Facebook fan page and say, hey, what can I see, what can I see? So maybe in that aspect, as far as business-wise, man, you don't know. Like sometimes you get calls from people, you That's true. Yeah. It's more but like timing, right? It's more like, it's, it's like specific, to, it's, it's almost like timing where you have people who are looking for specific comedians uh, that are out there doing their thing, and then all of a sudden it's like, you get a, like a surge of, of clubs calling you up or contacting you, or do you deal with management or do you deal with like clubs, how do you, Man, How do you work? I got no management at all, so it's just me. Okay, I, mean, so I just need grinding, yeah, so, yeah. which is good and bad in a way. Okay. But I just like to think, you know, this tape, if somebody said tape, I said it to him, it's a great piece of tape. Like I said, it's clean. Right. So you can't really beat that. Okay, now yeah. we're going to step into a, uh, something that has always been our conversation almost every single 
uh, show that we've done so far, and that is the, the difference between doing clean and blue. You know what, people, I mean, uh, I'm a firm believer, what you do is you write, just write free, write as free as you can, and then, if it's a nightclub, I, I don't see any reason why you should censor yourself in a nightclub. If that's who you are. Like, sometimes I cringe when it's just, oh, like, it's just, ah, I mean, it's just, it stands out. You're like, ah, you didn't really need to put a fuck there. Right, or this right, right. You know? But if that's who you are, no problem with that. I mean, there's people who are dirty and funny, there's people who are clean, but Nate Bergasi's hilarious. He's clean. You know, Pete Holmes. And then you people who might be, you know, who are dirty, but they're hilarious. So there is, a, to me, if you stay true to who you are, then and you write it and it's funny and, and the words just happen to be what they are, then there's no problem with it. But as long as it's not like it's forced. Okay. You know, if you don't, like, you just put it's it in. It's gotta seem natural. It's right? gotta seem natural. Don't make it like, oh, you know, like, you know, a fuck you all that before. Embrace it. Yeah. Like if this just, it flows with your act and who you are, then I got no problem. Like Richard Pryor, it always just flows. Right. I mean, they think the dirty, but it just, it was a foe, like, right. and it's just like, and that motherfucker was a smooth motherfucker. It's not like a, he's somebody who doesn't really say it, and it comes out just, and they're really trying to really, yeah, they're trying too hard to be hard, and it's like, eh. The other, the other part that frustrates me uh, is when the comic is throwing out their material, and they're realizing, okay, this isn't quite as fun as I thought it was, so now, I'm gonna try, I'm gonna try and to save it, it. And, they're, and they're using a fuck or a dick or a pussy, whatever it might be. They're using that to hopefully save the joke for them, and that's just as abrasive to me as somebody trying to force the, being something they're not. You know, so it's, it's that lazy aspect of I really didn't put the time and energy into writing good, clever material, so I'm just gonna throw this out there and hope it saves me. You know that. That is great, and I'm glad you said it because, like, I work uh, recruiters also, mm -hmm. and so the thing about it is, and it's so true because sometimes you do a joke and you think it's funny. And I still do it to this day. It's funny you said that, but because, and I realize what it's, it's like you said, it's not so much late. It's like you really think that joke at that at right. that part is funny, and if it doesn't, so you'll go okay, and you throw this in. But for me, it's not like a forceful. It's just this natural reaction. So it's like, ah, okay, it didn't work. And you kind of, and like I said, you'll fucking, you have it in there. Yeah. And it's not, it's not on purpose, but that's just who we are. So when I do this, I'm not a family show. And so I'll put a new joke in for a family show. And that way, I can't curse. So if it doesn't work, then I find a, a way that I can't curse to make it work, if, 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 if right. it works. And so that way, okay, it didn't work this time, I'll try it this way. And that way, it gets you, yeah, like you said, better writing. Now, but, so I don't begrudge the comics so much because that's nervous energy. Because sometimes right. you think a joke's gonna work and then you go, ah, shit, and you go, okay. And then, so through, through the Rolodex yeah. in your mind, you search it and you try to make it work, then yeah. So, but it's not so much they're being lazy and it's just that natural reaction. Do you right. know, it's like when it hits me, I'm gonna hit you back. Go, yeah, yeah. Oh shit, sorry, yeah. I didn't go, why did you hit me? I'm just, Sorry, right. man. I don't want to be right. that. Right. So, yeah. So. Is it because also when that happens, is it because you're not reading the room right? Oh, I mean, why? Just reading reading the room is important, isn't it? People say that. I, I mean, but is that even possible? That, I'm glad you said that. People say you gotta read the room, but but how do you know? Because you can't go. I can't just assume I'm in front of the right people. Okay, they're stupid. They don't know. Right, I'm right. Black and there might be a big person there who who adopted black kids or, or something like that, or who was raised in a hood, right. and they were the one getting beat up by black. So you can't just go out and all these things. You can't do that. So personally, I just think you got to go out and you throw it out there and go, hey man, this is it. Let's see, let's see what works. <laughs> I mean, you unless it's like, of course, like a yeah, hey man, there's a whole group of. Uh, uh, it's, you know, it's a, a Christmas party, they don't want any, okay, I got you in there. But if, it's, right. if you're coming to my domain, yeah. you, know, you can't just look at it and go, oh, these people aren't going to get this. You, right. you can't just assume, man. It's good. But I think the, the key there is you're putting it out, and then you're, you're going to take and, and make adjustments by what reaction you get. And that's part of reading a crowd is, okay, do I get a nice warm reaction from the, this this joke? Right. Then I can I can go down that avenue. But if you know if if you're getting a bunch of you know the the snowflake reactions of oh I can't believe he said that and they, and they just want to stay over there and and be offended because it's the national pastime now. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> you know then you then you 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 make adjustments so that you have the crowd that's going to go on the journey with you. You don't want to just go, well, 
hey, uh, if you don't like this, uh, you might as well go home because you know that right. you're, you're going to do after the show anyway. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I think there is part of that. Just you've got to be true to who you are. True to who you are. And if you can be true to who you are, and you kind of you, you step up, you deliver a punchline, you see how the audience reacts, and you go, okay. This is what I got to do tonight. Okay, then I'm gonna step over here. And I'm gonna go on. And I'm gonna continue being me. I'm just gonna be me over here because you guys told me this is where you want me. Okay, well, you see know? that that kind of helps comedians out there because if you don't do well at one room, that doesn't necessarily mean you're not funny. Yeah, right. right? Yeah, I believe that. It's big. like because you know people will walk away. Like I know yeah. a few that we've been in the game for a minute and they they'll, they'll go to a room and they bomb yeah. and they're like, oh, I suck. I'm not gonna do this again. I'm not, I'm not going to go up on the stage again, but like, they didn't get your, it's not that you're not funny, it's just, it didn't work with these people. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's tough. It, it, I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's, I mean, it should be like a, a, a base to yeah. where you, you know, you receive, but as far as like, people, I mean, they're just like, oh God, I suck ass in this room. Well then, you know, maybe some of it is you, or maybe they just don't get this, mm -hmm. like, a perfect example is oh, comedy works in, in Denver, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, when they have Urban X there, and if I happen to be in town, I watch Urban it's so, you know, Urban means, you know, yeah, I trouble. It. So, like, uh, so, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, Urban X in there. It's downtown Denver, and there's not too many black people in downtown Denver. Like, I watched Earthquake there, and, Earth, and it's, I mean, he felt that, and I felt like I could see him pulling back a little bit because I, I could see the wheels going, they're not going to get this. Right. And Earthquake is, Earthquake is great, so I saw him just kind of like halfway. And then some of the comics that, you know, for Denver, oh, I'm going to go, cause, and I'm like, they're, they're not going to get him. It's like, it was a waste of his talent. The Earthquake in his room, and his kind of people, is a fucking monster. It's a, yeah. He's a it's fucking beast. But, it's joyous. But, and that, that's, yeah, but and that's a good, that's another good, because, I mean, like you said, it's, it, it, the whole week, I was like, oh, it's going to be brutal for him. Yeah. But to make him a back out, no, it's just, yeah. that's his fucking people. You know what I mean? You put a great comedy like Brian Regan, you put him in a black audience. I mean, I know offense to Brian, but I don't know how he would work. You, okay, so, I mean, but, but it depends on what black audience it is. Is it a hardcore urban audience? Right. Or is it like, you know, it's like... Not like, like, right, like comedy jam, deaf comedy jam. Yeah, I mean, or very anymore. Exactly, so it's, you know, it's, it, it's so... Have you gotten to a place where... When you you've gotten to a place where anywhere you go, you know you're gonna kill. No, 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 no. Because man, like my this act is impossible. my act is constantly changing. At least yeah. I try to get constantly changing. Yeah. And I gotta get off to a good start. If I get off to a good start, I'm good. But sometimes I don't. And then it's like, and if I don't, yeah. So it's like, okay, where do I find to get this role? Sometimes, sometimes not being on a role is good because it breaks me up. Okay. Which is good. It breaks me up. Okay. Because I get I tend to see the. the you go and then I, I talk too fast and I don't get the points I want to get out. So sometimes it's good to break a roll up, come back, and just kind of, yeah, breathe and go, okay, these are the themes I want, and let everything fall under that umbrella of the theme. Like, like my theme a little bit last night was, you know, it's a better world if you don't watch the news. Right. It really is. That's my formula. Yeah. When you meet people on this level, walking the street, whatever, I mean, there's not too many bad, bad people who you go, that's a fucking asshole. I, if I had a chance, I like, you know, every now and then, obviously, but for the most part, it's not like when you're home watching news, like, are you fucking serious? Right. Right. You know, and never right. on the keyboard, you know, and I'll fucking get on my face. They go crazy, right? And then it's like, what? But when you're at this level, man, everybody's breathing. Like, I, you know, I'll go to, like, I was at Starbucks yesterday, you know, trying to write, and this lady, you know, she was with her granddaughter, and she was just checking me up a fucking storm. And I was like, okay, whatever. She was nice, you know, and I was like, okay. And uh, the night before, I was trying to get some writing done at Starbucks, and this cop came in, and we, he was chatting, and like, to the point, like, all right, man, I gotta go, because it was closing. Yeah. You know, and, and it's like I said, it's a true story. It's like, I watched the news, like, oh, man, it's fucked up. Cops killing all these black people. Yeah. And then, I'm in Plainfield, like, I pulled over twice. I literally was like this, and the cop was like, what are you doing? I go, officer, I just don't want to go, you know, your back line is out. Just get it fixed on the plane. <laughs> okay, he's like, are you okay? He goes, what's, he goes, what's wrong with you? And I go, nothing, officer. I, I mean, he was, he literally was like, he got mad. He goes, what are you doing? He goes, is everything okay? And I go, yes. I just don't want you to think. He goes, just get your back. That's what I mean. He was pissy. And it's like, yeah, and I felt like, oh, fuck, I'm falling for this right, shit. Right. You know? Right. So, so getting programmed to, you know, that's the thing. Like you're saying, you can actually go from that theme. Yes. And, okay, so you were talking about how you write too, because 
That's another thing too yeah. as well. So do you go based on just specific things? Do you write it down? Are you I'm glad you, you said that. I, I, I mean I can't begin to tell people. Structure is something I have never had. Maybe that's why I'm here in this position <laughs> I am today after all these years. Maybe if I had better structure, then I'd be <laughs> you have to call my phone can be the available. Oh I'm like, mm. <laughs> I don't know if we can fit you in today. You know what I mean? You know, it's like, uh, I go with, uh, I, sometimes I'll sit there, I'll go, okay, I'm more from this point, and go here, or like something happened, like, my, fa- my favorite thing now is the story told by my roommate's son, and when I came home, and man, I just said, hey, how was your day? He goes, not good. Yeah, and the way that motherfucker yeah. said that, the way he said that, that, on his face, I was like, God damn, man, what the fuck, a four-year-old shouldn't have this book, I go, what happened? And he, the way he went, oh man, like this motherfucker. <laughs> no four year old should have a day like this. And I was like, let me hear, bro. You know? So, yeah, so sometimes it takes, uh, if I can get, and the crazy thing about it is, and um, it's like, say say something like that happened, how do I make this funny? Yeah. So, I'll either get to a position where, like, maybe I'm going to ride my bike to the, bicycle, uh, to, to the gym. Or I'm in the sh- in the shower. It's a great place to think that out. Right. And you talk it out in your mind, or you right. talk it out. Or on the motorcycle is a great place too. Just talk the bits out. You go, yeah. okay, 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 and then you get it, and then, then you write it down. Right. You know. So it's just. It's so like are, you have, write, are you typing it? Are you writing it out? A long hand, man. I mean, okay. I got my. It's yeah. like it's, it's literally long, old school notebook. Yeah, yeah. Ro- long hand, write it out. I mean, I'm old school. Like sometimes today they do it on their phones. I go. What if you lose all that shit? I mean, it's like, it's technology, yeah. so what if you lose it? What if you drop your phone in the water, yeah. there goes your whole fuck act, you know what I mean? Unless, like, unless you back it up to the cloud. Unless you back it up to the and then it's going to be guaranteed. So you're on stage, you're telling you, you know, yeah. I got these new jokes written out. I mean, whatever works for you, but me, yeah. I'm old school, long hand, I got to have a notebook, and I got to write it out, you know? And then, like, because sometimes, you know, like, I'll be like, oh shit, and I get a nap here before the show. Yeah, yes. oh, I gotta right, be, right. yeah, you know, and, and maybe try to get a structured, you know, choke in a certain <laughs> you, you find yourself, when you're doing, like last night, you had, you, you were working the crowd, and, right. and, I, and I will say, uh, having worked uh, a couple of cruises and, and, and knowing that uh, when, you're, when you're doing cruise events or cruise gigs, uh, you kind of, you find yourself, Kind of getting a little bit bored. Uh, I don't know if you if this is true for you. I'm an old guy, so I get bored. And I, mean, I get bored. bored. I get bored in <laughs> everything. Yeah. Uh, right. But uh, so you you find okay. Uh, I'm going to keep the show fresh. I'm going to have to interact with the, with the audience. And you were you were working the crowd, and, and it was like it was a last night was watching. Uh, it was like watching a master's class and working on the crowd. Yeah, it, was, I mean, it was fun to watch. You had so, so you, many different angles that were but, going on. It was great. <clears throat> and so uh, what you did last night, and uh, and, and then you, you, you come across a guy, oh, you, you were burnt? Right. Oh, I mean, you took that serious moment because it, it got quiet. Yeah, it got Bro, pin drop quiet, did it? It got, it just dropped. I got burned. I go, okay. And I go, don't bail like you normally do. <laughs> right. Don't bail. Just stay in it. And I, it, the wheels are going around. Stay in the moment. Because I go, okay, mm-hmm. it's quiet here. I'm going to be cool. I'm going to listen to what he has to say. You know? And then, so, yeah, man. That, that could have got. But, and then, and then, and then two seconds later, Smokey over here. <laughs> so, you went when, back to him. When you're in those, when you're in that stuff, yeah. do you find yourself wanting to stop and say, Somebody write this down because I want to remember this and I want to come back to this. So you you hope somebody else writes it down for you. Sometimes, or I should, or I should like every picture comic you should record back every time. That's what I should have done. You know, but but I think that was one of the ones in the moment where you had to be like, you know, because I don't think I could recreate. Yeah, right. I don't remember hearing it. Right, right. So how long did it take you to get to a point where you are comfortable riffing? Everybody's different in, in this game. There is no rhyme or reason to that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's why I always hate when the comic goes, well, I've been doing this for so many years. Man, don't say that shit because it's like, it, it, makes, it makes you sound like such a curmudgeon, you know? Like, I've been doing this for 30 years, and really? Well, this guy's been doing eight years. He's doing a, he's doing a second special. Yeah. So there is no rhyme or reason to that. So that's why I'm like, just be quiet and, you know, put your nose down and fucking try to write something new and hopefully something good's gonna happen. Because, I mean, it's like, I know, I've been doing comedy long than Kevin Hart. Man, look where he's at, I mean, especially this guy. So, I'm not gonna say anything, I go, I, God bless the guy, he did what it takes, and he, you know, he went down the right avenue, and God bless the dude, man. I mean, there's no bitterness, because it all, 
comes back on you. So right. your learning curve, you're the learning curve. Right. You know, everybody's Where's your hustle? Yeah. Where's your ground? Yeah, I mean, everybody's thing is that some people get it quicker than others. I, like another thing in my yeah. life, he goes, I say, I'm getting life late. I mean, where like some people get it early, and God bless those people they, who can come out and get people like, like motocross racers. They have to decide when they're eight or nine, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. Now, so their parents can put the house up for more, you know, for right. house up, yeah, and, and, and so they can invest in their kid, yeah. who's basically supporting a fucking family at eight or nine. You know, and then they, they and they figure, okay, I want to do this for the rest of my life, and then I want a wife, and I want kids, and, blah, blah. and they figure like that. Me, I'm slowly getting there. I'm fucking fifty. I'm slowly getting there. I'm not I'm, I'm finally, I'm finally, finally, finally to the point where I go, you know what? Maybe, maybe get there. Maybe, uh, or maybe, maybe, you know, uh, I should start investing. You know, it's good to get there. Right? Or maybe I should quit going to the Disney. Maybe I should like, yeah. fucking get a book about what the best in the stock market. You know, where it's like I'm getting life, like I got get. That's why I say when the parents, and I mean that, I go, now I get you parents. Where I used to be like, man, fuck the kid, do your thing. Like I get it now because now when my roommate's kid, I held that kid in my arm two hours after he was born. And I had that feeling like, I'm not the kids, but I had that feeling. And that, that emotion hit me, I was like, fuck, man. man. And, that, and then I, now I know what people say when they feel that feeling. I, I felt that. I was like, fuck. And I'm holding the kids. Yeah. And he's like, you know, making this little noise. I go, I got you, buddy. Yeah. Well, anything happens to you. So now I get that. So when something happens, and I, 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 took, I took this bit out of the act, it's too short. Now I get where you were protecting my kid. We went to go pick him up from daycare one day. And this one kid came up to me and goes, hey, you know, I just pushed Carter down. And instantly, like, who the fuck was that? Who's that? I tell you, I was like, instantly. And the kid goes like it, and I went to him, and I swear this kid turned wider than he already was. And I walked through like, oh man, which is so inappropriate. I go, I go, don't you ever, understand me? And he was like, man, and I couldn't, but I couldn't stop it. But I couldn't stop it. And it was the man, I was like, and my roommate was like, oh fuck, the what are you doing? She's like, oh, and she tried to play it off. <laughs> she goes, let's go, BT. Let's go. And, but, and then, luckily, the, our kid fucking redeemed himself. He went to me and goes, bye. Oh, thank you. Like, Woo! Oh, man, I'm about to get out of jail. I ain't gonna lie, man, because I was in a fucking three on that. I said, don't you ever. Oh, that's not a good show. Oh, my God, dude. I could, but I understood that. Yeah. Now, I should have just said, I should have said, our kid was like, hey, listen. I'm gonna push you again. You punch somebody right in the fucking nose. I guarantee you, he ain't gonna talk to you no more. But I went to the kid and said, you know what I mean? We're just telling you. You can't, right? Yeah, I swear. You can't really talk to the kid. You gotta be careful with what you're saying. Because, like, my, my son, when he was when he was in, in elementary school, he had a kid that was kind of always picking on bullying. And I said, okay, here's what I want you to do. Uh, first thing, you go tell the teacher that this is happening. And if the teacher doesn't do anything about it, the next time the kid bugs you, you turn around, you look him straight in the eye, and you say, okay, you're going to stop, or I'm going to kick your ass. And if he doesn't stop, and the teacher doesn't do anything, then I, what I want you to do is I want you to, first of all, uh, say, that's it. Then I want you to punch him right, right. Right, right below his throat. I want you to punch him as hard as you can. And when he kind of buckles up, then I want you to punch him as hard as you can in the stomach. And when he bends over, because he's going to bend over, I want you just to smack him on the back of his head as hard as you can. And walk away. The problem with the kids is they skip those first two so, steps. And he's just going right into punching. So I'm like, okay, now, now you know. If, if you have told the teacher and the teacher didn't do anything, you go ahead and handle things yourself. The next day, I come home and my wife's like, uh... <laughs> you, you probably need to have a talk with Jay. And I was like, what, did he, did he, did he do it? Did he, did he? And she goes, no. Uh, she, he, she said, he came to me, and, and she said, uh, I, I, don't, I don't want to disappoint Dad because, you know, he told me I should do this, but if I do that, I think it will disappoint Jesus. And I don't want to disappoint Jesus either. Oh, that's what's up. And I'm like, it just... <laughs> Yeah, bro. You listen to your dad. Yeah, bro. No, no, no daddy's here. Jesus, you listen. Oh, oh, man. Trust in the man you see, not the man you don't see. So I'm like, uh, I guess maybe, oh, you know, maybe you should do that, Dad, if you're, you know, if you're afraid you have to deal with Jesus over it. So. <laughs>
That's fucking funny, man. So, let me ask you this. Uh, we, we've talked a little bit about some of the different shows and different things yeah. you do. Uh, if, if, you, if you can choose your, your favorite gig, your favorite place to do a show, the favorite types of show, whether it's the cruises or the clubs or whatever, what, what if, if, if you had your choice, I, if I could do every show like this in this environment, what, what would it be? That's a great question. Uh, man, a theater. I love theaters. Theaters, because theaters, it's that big, dramatic, yeah. and always has to get the green room in the back, and they're less rowdy usually in a theater. There's no really like, <laughs> I mean, it's like yeah. a theater, man, so it's a different setting. Usually tickets are a little bit more, so you don't get that element there. Yeah. And they're listening, and they're appreciative, and it's just, to me, and you, you can go big. You can act and you can be big, you can slow it down. Yeah. You can, Tell your point of view when you come back with a pop pop and make the fucking thing just as big as possible. Then you, theaters, man. Theater. I mean, I, that's what I want to work for that fucking theater, bro. I mean, you know, it's, it's like you're a boxer, that's club fighting. You know, what's happening wrong with that? You know, it's where you get gully at, man. But, man, you give me a theater, that's fucking pay for you right there. A theater, that's where it's like you, you, you arrive in a limo. They open the door, hey, this is what you're doing. Yeah, you go yeah. back and you kind of mm, stretch it out. Yeah. Oh, great, thank you. Mm. Okay, yeah. I'll write my bit, watch a little TV. I think it needs to switch Thank you so much, thank you, bro. Man, I should get dressed. Yeah. Yeah, it's like that. Okay, we're ready for you. All right, and you go in, yeah. and boom. And it's like, there's really there's really not any bad, bad things. Mm -hmm. I mean, because they're coming to see you. And it's like, it's a different kind of hell. It's uh, a restaurant. Mm -hmm. it's, like, it's, like, it's like a country club movie. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, she drove in a Mercedes, she's gonna sleep with it. She's gonna drive off in a Mercedes. She's never got money in the bank, you know? It's not like some chicken meat, like, you was funny, you wanna come out here and get money? No, it's like, right, right, right. no that's fine. I'm, I'm gonna go home and take care of myself. <laughs> you know? You know? So, it's so theater, man. Theater. That's cool. Definitely a theater. Yeah. yeah. How, did you, how did you decide? Or at what point did you decide, you know what, I want to do comedy? Man, it was corny as shit, but my whole life is corny, but I've always said, like, uh, I've always liked laugh. I remember growing up, man, my mom, my parents let me stay as late as I wanted to on Friday and Saturday. Yeah. So my favorite thing is watching Johnny Carson, man, those comedians, yeah. Johnny Carson. Like, Jerry Seinfeld is my favorite. I go, man, if I get a chance, I can't wait to see this guy. I go, who, I gotta get this guy's name. Every time I see him, and I remember laughing until my stomach hurt when he did that horse bit. Yeah. I'm gonna get that big eye. That eye. got that big eye. And he kept doing that. Cause it wasn't really working at first. He got that big eye. Yeah. Uh -uh. And I mean, I'm on the couch, Dying. rolling, going, okay, I gotta get this guy's name. Said, okay, Jerry Seinfeld. Okay, got it. And I remember doing that, and I remember staying up late and watching every now and then on Midnight Special they have a comedian. Every now and then on Midnight Special they would. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think, I think I remember Richard Pryor, Steve Martin, and then they had Don Kirshner's rock concert on Saturday nights. Wow. Remember Don Kirshner's rock concert? He, uh, I remember watching that. Uh, there's a couple other things. What you point to me? Because you're the only one right here in this room that can relate with that. Hey, man. Midnight <laughs> Special was all good. Midnight Special was the greatest, man. And, 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 I, thought, I thought he was pointing at me like, uh, do you even remember? Yeah. You know, I, mean, I know you were there, but do you remember? Thanks, yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. I remember that. So I remember just wanting to laugh and love it. Like the weekends are coming. Just, I like making people laugh. And so it's one of those things where I just felt like it was I, I, like a God-given thing. Like, And I remember I was in junior college, man. I was wrestling in junior college. And I remember being in my room. To this day, every time I tell the story, I just remember being in my room in junior college going, what's my God-given talent? Mm. And I go, I could always make people laugh, and I go, that's gonna be it. Mm -hmm. And, I, and I'm, it, it literally was that that's simple. Real, I was in my room, and I don't know how I lucked out in junior college not really having a roommate consistently, but I was by myself, and I just remember, man, going, yeah, that's it. And so. And I say, the, the writers of Monsters Inc., yeah. man, they were brilliant when they, when they kind of said to the world, hey, laughter. There, there's so much power in, in what laughter does, and uh, you know, I, the, the first time that I did a, a show, and I hit my first punchline, and I heard this crowd erupt in laughter, I was like, okay, that's the best, that is yeah. the best drug I have ever done, yeah. Yeah. and yeah. I want to do it all the time. Yeah, man. Yeah. 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 That's it's how speed. it was. That's how it's it was. Speed. Up. Yeah. It is. 
it's it's almost as if it was a speed I ride past my motorcycle. It's, it's sometimes a little cycle sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. And, and then there's there's those times where you think, okay, this is gonna kill, and you don't hear, and you're like. But that's where, like, I, yeah. That's as painful as, as taking that's a true. face dive off of your yeah. motorcycle at 140 miles yeah. an hour without a helmet. Yeah. 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 So when it doesn't work and it's a full crowd, no, or you're or you're dying up there, you get to think, of, okay, sometimes you gotta sit in that pocket and just take it. Yeah. When you're working. When you're so working. let me ask you this: uh, over the years, what's the what's the best advice somebody gave to you for your for your comedy career? To this day, it haunts me. My old manager said that she manages uh, Sebastian Maniscalco. And she used to manage, I don't know if she does, she said about the amazing Jonathan McGrown. Yep. Yeah. You know, I mean, all this shit, you know, Levity, uh, Levity Comedy Club? Yeah, that's her. So she, she told me when she was starting out, she was making her bones, and she was fucking, you know, coming out. And she goes, and this is where I moved to LA. And she goes, just, I know you don't like doing comedy, like, but just stay here. You come in at night, be like, get, you know, get a job at mailroom in the daytime, and just, if you just stay here, don't do the road, because the road's going nowhere. Mm. Nobody gets rich off the road. Just stay here, you come in, and eventually it's going to pay off for you. You get a TV show, I go, nah, I know what I'm doing. And I mean, God. And that, and that advice to this day haunts me, because I remember, like, people who would adhere, adhere to me, adhere to her advice. People like, like Guy Tour, I remember Guy, he basically did the same thing, and, you know, he got movies and movies and uh, a couple of the comments, and they stayed there. And, you know, it's like, I'm looking back on it, and I, I, what I remember is, I was up for it, this when Mad TV was first coming out, and I was uh, and I was auditioning for it. I had one audition, and I thought, eh, right? I, I, I got called back, I said, okay. Mm -hmm. So I got the second, and the lady said, are you gonna be here? And she said, yeah. That was a Wednesday. Now, I was broke with him, bro. I think me and the man were just split up, I was broke with him, bro, and I had to go. Just low deep in Kansas City. I had, I had just enough money to get there. I had just enough money just to get there. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I'm talking, I was like, I'm watching you. And then they called me on Friday and they can you come in? And I go on the road. And they go, okay. And that was it. You know what I mean? And I. And you never heard from me again. No, man, it went on in Hollywood. So, man, that, that's the one advice I, I always remember, man, is that, you know, the road's going nowhere. And so, you know, when I see comments come up, you know, and they're all excited, and I get it. I don't want to damper their excitement. Right. And I don't want to be that dude, oh, I'll tell you what, you know, but I want to go, man, just have a goal, and just, you know, have a goal, know what you want to do, because, man, it, 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 it comes back, it goes quickly, because you're having fun, you're making money, you're doing yeah. what you want to do, I'm coming down. Yeah. And then, man, one day you wake up, it's like the stripper syndrome, one day you wake up, you're not even getting table dances anymore. And you wonder why? Because you're like 35, 36. You got back of your legs that you know when you get hit by the bag of nickels. And you wonder why nobody's fucking you know, giving you lap dances anymore. You go, well, when did that happen? And you go, ah, oh, you didn't see it coming, did you? Right, right. You know what I mean? And that's what it is, man. You gotta learn. I mean, you gotta have that goal. And, and I should have listened to that advice. And like, ah. Oh. And to this day, I always there's not a day goes by I don't think about that. It's always a catch to me too. And a day goes by I go, fuck, am I gonna take Jesus' advice? And like, I, I see Sebastian, I go, God, you know, this guy is selling out Madison Square Garden for three nights. I'm going, why the fuck did I take her advice? You know? So, yeah, man. Every day. Yeah. Every day, that, that advice right there. So, uh, kind of in that same uh, thought pattern, when you hear people giving comics, or maybe they've, they've even tried to give you the advice, it, what's some of the worst advice you hear people give? Advice. Um, what I should do is an MI or something. <laughs> what? Well, yeah. Rather, rather, they're, rather they're saying it to you or just or the general you're, you know, you're, you're at a club like this and, and, ah, okay. and, you, and you talk about you know, the old guy, I've been doing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you hear him giving advice <laughs> and you're going, oh, this please. Is you know, stupid. Yeah. What's, what's some of the worst advice you've heard out there? Oh, <laughs> advice. <laughs> you think, think, think. Hardly, I don't know, because I. That's one of the ones where it didn't it didn't roll off the tongue because I can't remember any advice people kind of give you. You probably hear it just dismiss it like, okay, that's that's stupid, but I'm not going to pay attention to it because I don't want to. Yeah, rolling around in my head. Yeah, you listen to go. That was fucking. This, that's just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why would you even think I would do that? You know, I mean, um, I can't think. 
I can't think right now. I, I, yeah, yeah. Because it goes with what you were talking about earlier too as well. Like when they say, okay, I need to be in the game. Because there's a lot of uh, politics when it comes to comedians. It's like anything else in life, man. Exactly. Politics. Where it's like, oh no, you know, you're, you've only been doing it for like five weeks. You need to put in more work before you get up on stage. But yet, you know, you're, you're, you know, you're doing good and you're on a roll and people are laughing. And it's like, oh, I've been in, in the game for about, you know, two and a half years, three years now. You need, you know, you need to step back. And then there's other cats that are saying, no, you, you're not funny at all. It's like, where does, it doesn't even matter whether you do it for two weeks, three weeks. If you're getting funny and you're getting people to laugh. It's the whole point. It's the purpose, right? You gotta be haters, man. You just gotta stay, you just gotta do what you do. Yeah. You gotta learn to, you gotta learn to listen. I mean, everybody's gonna talk to you. You gotta listen to that thing, but. In a way, you're like, okay, that's a hater, and mm-hmm. I need to find out. But, you know, cord your act, and then I think it'll take care of itself. The rest of, you know, all I say is perform and write as much as possible. Go up as much as possible all the time, even when you don't want to. Mm-hmm. Write all the time, and go and perform, and then work it out. And if you're getting work and everything else, then that speaks for itself. And then, but sometimes you gotta ask yourself, what kind of work am I getting? Am I, am I working a really good club? More than some shithole that pays like a hundred dollars for two days, and you're what? Right, like, right, you know what I mean? So like, uh, am I really that good? Or and then you know maybe compare. You can't say really compare yourself because man, there's so many acts out there now, and I'm even hating. But you go, I just I don't understand. You know like, oh yeah. And he, and, I, and it's not even hate. You go, okay, okay. Right. How they got a following? I have no idea. But hey man, God bless the guy. You know so yeah. And I, I find myself with that where, you know, I'm watching somebody work and I'm going, okay, I'm missing something because, yeah. because I, I don't find it, I don't see the funny anywhere there and the audience doesn't seem to be giving them a lot of love, but they have this huge following. They have somebody, somebody is, yeah. You got Instagram? You know, you got, you got YouTube, YouTube, YouTube videos, right? YouTube people. It, it wasn't like that back then. Now you got ones that are on there like literally doing Vines and all this other stuff where they're getting more because they're they're, they're bringing butts to the seats. Butts to the seats. So, I mean, but yeah, man. you know, at, at the expense of talent, you know, at the expense of yeah, I mean, you know, it's tough. It's still a business, man. It's still, right, it's still and it's a changing world. So, how do you, how do you feel about world. the whole change of? Are you all on that stuff? It is no? what it is, bro. Because I mean, it's like those guys do what they do. Yeah. Okay. Um, if they're gonna come with up and. And people are gonna come and see him. What can you say? You know, it's like everybody's bitching about it. The comedy ain't bitch about it, but they're they get so many people and they're making big time money. So what are you gonna do? I mean, you could do it, but it's like a lot of us don't want to do it because that's not really in our wheelhouse, like right. to go out and do that kind of shit they're doing. I mean, it's right. not bad, but it's like yeah, I can't see that's myself. Thing. Doing it. Right. Exactly. So if, if that if that person's thing is doing YouTube videos and they're funny and they come to a comedy club, everybody goes to see him. You can't really hate on them. I mean, you really can't. I mean, yeah. get more mad at the at the, at the club mm-hmm. than them because then some of them come in like is it Ryan? Uh, I guys, Ryan something. Black dude. He's a YouTube dude, but it, you know, somebody told me he knows, and so he tries to get people up with jokes, which mm-hmm. is good. So you know, good for him. So man, you just that's, gotta find your life. Right, and that's another thing too is getting other writers too. You can write. I mean, I have no problem. With people talk about that with you know Kevin Hart. Like you know, he has writers why he can do all the specials. You know, an hour every year to record. Yeah, yeah, I mean, so either way, you still have to. It still has to kill and stuff to make it to where it's his. Because he, he did his last special. I'm watching it, and you know, it's a polished and a polished hour. You still got to get that right yeah. get it taped. Yeah. So, man, either and way, even, even if somebody else is writing the material, yes, he still has to perform it. He still it has his. to make it his because yeah. the audience they they got great BS meters, and if they don't think that it's your material in it, yeah. they're just gonna be like, mm. yeah. yeah, man. So yeah. that takes good. it takes for to me that takes a lot of work to take something somebody else wrote gave to you to yeah. make it make it your own. Yes, so that you can give it to the audience where they're very gonna, difficult. They're gonna, yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Yeah, man. Very difficult. It's so, you know, it's like teaching zone. I mean, whatever works yeah. for you, man. Whatever yeah. works for you. some people can come out straight out comedy. Like I said, like Nate Bergasi, or some people can just you know do the YouTube thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, 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 sometimes it makes you scratch. I'm not gonna lie though, it doesn't make you scratch your head because I'm like, what? What am I doing? Man? Yeah. I mean, the old school people who, who wrote and did comedy and went up there, and uh, and you go, I, I don't get why. They're not here. Like Dave Tell is a perfect example. Yeah. Even though he's got he was a little, you know, the bubbling mics tour with Jeff Ross yeah, and this and that. Yeah. 
he should be bigger than what he is. I mean, he's one of the most hilarious comics ever. I remember ever. him in Insomniac. I remember before Insomniac. Every special, you gotta tell people, you watch uh, Road, is it Road War, uh, Road Tour, yeah, uh, so whatever it mm-hmm. He had, where he filmed like 15 minutes in different comedy clubs. And they put it all together for like an hour. And I swear to God, I watched it and I laughed every time with tears in my eyes. Mm-hmm. Like I watched the first time, right? And he's got a decent following, but he's not like he's some, not some other dude you go, really? And, they, and, and you're going, I don't get this. I don't get this. So, what can you say, man? Let, it, me, let me ask you this then. What do you, where do you see comedy going in the next five, ten years? With, with the changes that we've seen in, in, in our lifetime, and uh, I'll go ahead and include me in, in that yeah, your, your young years. Uh, but you've seen changes. Some, you, you're like, hey, this was great for comedy. It was, you know, this explosion of comedy. And then you've got the changes of, of uh, socialized media uh, and what they're doing now uh, with the, the YouTube and, mm-hmm. and the tweet tweeter or whatever yeah. it is. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, <laughs> you kids, you yeah. come up with names and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but where do you think, where do you think comedy is going? Where do you, where do you see it happening? Man, you know what? For some, I mean, I've seen them try new stuff. Like, there's one club that had, like, they had the audience with, I think, headphones on. And then, like, two comments up. And you would switch over to who you wanted to hear on stage. Interesting. Which is weird. And it's like, you want to hear this guy? And so they're performing, and they don't know who's listening to them because, I mean, they can go switch between two, like two comments on stage doing the same bit. And I'm like, that's confusing. I personally think it's still going to boil down to a stage and a microphone. I mean, I mean, at its core level. Yeah. It, it's like with men and women. It, it's still, it means how the tender you want to, but it's still going to boil down to human interaction. So, it, and that's where I think comedy club's gonna be. I mean, I still think it's gonna be a stage in the mic. And as far as comedy clubs, that's, it, it, that's the weird thing about it, you see TV and everything else, think it's bigger than what it is, but sometimes you see your clubs closing, so it's like, is it really? But, but, but sometimes with the avenues that people have now, you know, you see like a one night, you think, ah, it's one night, but it's like a lot better than a week-long comedy club. So, I just like to, th- I just like to say, at the end of the day, it's still gonna be a comedy club with a stage yeah. and a mic. Yeah. And people go see somebody make somebody laugh. How they do it is different. I mean, like a Gallagher. I mean, he was, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But in the end, yeah, I think it's still gonna be basically the same. <laughs> basically, you know? Well, and I, I say it to, to young comics all the time. Your job as a comedian is to be funny. Mm-hmm. Be funny, be funny. And then, how you give that product or how you deliver that product to to the crowds, whatever, uh, that's up to you. Whether you're doing it at a corporate event, whether you're doing it on stage at a comedy club, whether you're doing it uh, on stage at a big theater, or whether you're on a cruise line doing it, uh, you, you know, you got to find the place where you're going to be able to get up and deliver your product. But your product has to be funny. If you're going to be a, a comedian, you got to be funny. So be funny. Be good, uh, get noticed, and hopefully you get paid. But, oh, well, definitely get paid, but, uh, but <laughs> it's that funny say because I mean, I think Will Smith wanted to do stand up, he was asking Dave Chappelle for advice, and he goes, I saw that. Yeah, I saw he that. goes, if you're not funny, at least be interesting. Right. You know? Say that. So, yeah, if you're not being funny up there, just be interesting. So, which is, which is, I get that. I mean, you don't have to go bam, 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 but yeah, be interesting at least. So, and that's a fine line to walk. Yeah. I mean, where it's like, you know, you know, I don't care what you talk about, just don't preach. My thing is don't preach. I mean, hit them with, I mean, be funny. You don't have to all the time, but don't let it just kind of land into like a two words. It's it's a like a yeah, like, I mean seriously, yeah. Where it's like, come on, man, yeah. when you're all this bullshit, and yeah. you want something you're so boxed up where it's not funny anymore. And it's like, you know, it's like watching like a really funny movie in the last 30 set, 30 minutes to get serious and try to make a point. You go, come on, man, I'm just laughing. You know, that's why, like, that's why I would say Airplane and Caddyshack and and Animal House were the funniest movies ever because they never got on a soapbox. They they try to stay funny the whole way through. Yeah. 
you know. And I, I think that's I think it's an important lesson for comics across the board that it's okay for you to be real and have your opinion. Yeah. But it, get up. So so you got a guy who gets up and goes, you know what? Uh, I don't like Trump. And here's what I think about Trump. Okay, you've said that, and that was funny. But then if you do that for the rest of the hour, yeah, man. it gets old real yeah. fast. And I'm yeah. like, okay, we heard that. But yeah. What else do you have? You know? Exactly. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I really am. Because I, I'm, I'm, I just think everything, you talk about everything, it's how you say it. And, some, and the great ones do it in a way that you don't see it coming. Like, yeah. watch... Watch Louis C.K. specials, and there's and like he'll hit you with a you go, Whoa, what was he talking about? Like, you realize what he's talking about, but he didn't say it. He says, the way you go, Oh, I get it, you know what I mean? Like, and when he did it at the comedy store in LA, he goes, You know what America's like? America's like that, and and you go, Whoa, it's you know, the way he did that, yeah, yeah you don't see it coming, and it's beautiful, and that's why he makes the money he makes, you know what I mean? So, yeah. It was incredible, and, that's, and yeah, so I'm with you on that, man. I'm with you on that. And I think that's where, you know, you go from, okay, I've got a, a great perspective on this. I'm yeah. going to give you my viewpoint, yeah. and it's funny. Leave it there, and don't go to preaching. You know, if you go, if nobody wants to be, if I want to preach that, I'll go to church. Yeah. I've always said, if I want to preach, I'll go to church. I don't want to go to church. You know what I mean? I mean, unless you you, yeah. you know that the show is about something. It's almost like somebody get knocked on the door about the whole thing. Ah, oh, here we go with this bullshit. I mean, seriously, honestly, it's like when I was preaching, I'm like, oh, here we go with this shit. You know what I mean? It's just you come to comedy club, and I think every person wants to be wants to laugh. Yeah. Now, if you have a point within those jokes, but it's still funny. Yeah. Me both got no right. problem with it. Right. Yeah. But don't sit there and get on the soapbox and be like, okay, here's oh, here's my stand. You go, yeah. Oh. Yeah, and I think I think it's important to have a perspective and to have you know, your viewpoint. Oh yeah, sure. Because, because that's, that's yeah. part of setting the funny up. Yeah. But then, okay, you delivered the funny, and now it's no longer funny. You're just a ham, you know hammering on a dead. Oh, let's hammer a dead horse into the ground. Uh, <laughs> beating the dead. Totally the beating, beating the dead horse. Beating the dead horse. Beating the dead horse. If you're, if you're beating a uh, dead horse, you're you're really a sick. Is it riding it? Beating a dead horse. It's bad enough you're talking about beating yourself, and now you're beating a dead horse. I mean, that's just that's creepy. Stop it. You know, I don't know. I get I get off track, and my brain just kind of goes on vacation. It doesn't take me with it. So, uh, so the next next week's sermon is going to be. Okay. Well, well, uh, let me jump off comedy real quick and ask you what kind of bike you ride. It's a Ducati Pikes Peak Multi Stratus. It's a so there four different kinds of Multi Stratus, and this is the one that uh, Ducati uh, won this one on the Pikes Peak in Colorado. It's the you know like the, the famous hill that paved most of it now, and Ducati won it every year, so they got a bike um, that's named after the Pikes Peak. Nice. And it's a Multi Stratus. It's Multi Strata Pikes Peak. They got the Multi Strata Enduro. And all that's right, there's another version, but I got the one. It was like seeing that girl at the club, you go, that's the one. That's the one. And, that's what, and then I was looking at the box, I go, why am I bullshitting myself? It's the one I love. So I stayed up for three years and got it. That's what's up, man. Because I hear them out there and I know, I know they're calling you, so we don't want to keep you too long, man. They're calling you, but it's good. I'm a little offended. He, he's never asked about my bike. <laughs> you're right, you're wrong. Yeah, I'm like, I got a twin. Uh, wait, 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 see? Crashes in the world. This is the bicycle right. crash from in front of the, the Colts complex last year. I bought, I bought one, uh, it was like a road bike, right? And that thing is like ridiculously light. Yeah. And I expected it, I mean, back in the day, the 10 speeds were like 10. Yes. Right? Yeah. Kickstand or nothing. Yeah. This one now, I took one, I took a corner, bro, so fast, my whole side just busted up because I, I went really quick. Yes. That might be lit. Oh, yeah. What kind of bike? What kind of bike? It's a, uh, it's like a $500 one. I got a special one. Uh, it's a I guess. Right in there. It's a It's it. My son and I are sorry. I'm wearing my dog bike down the street. It's ridiculous. Yeah, man. It's really good. It's got the little streamers coming out. It's hard, man. It's hard. 
Yeah. Yeah, I had that right. I was like, <laughs> Trust me, that shit hurts. Bicycle crashes, bro. Man. And then I, str- I had my feet strapped in the, yeah. in the pedal. So I, I know, bro. I know. Bro. Trust me. When that falls coming, you can't do shit. But you can't get your feet out of the clip on. It's like, I'm going down. Yeah. And you go down. It's like, I think, I, no, I know I'm going down. <laughs> and it's, and I was the, the first time I was in the, in, in the clip on, on a bike, I swear to God, I, I was at the stoplight and I go, Oh, I'm trying to fucking fall. And you know you're falling, and you can't do shit about it. Yeah, man. And kids, kids, that's why I don't do wheelies in my wheelchair. This guy, this guy. (laughs) Safety first, kids. Safety first. We want to thank you for giving us some bit of your time. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you guys. Where um, where can we get this? Uh, Well, we wanted to ask you real quick. Where can they find you online? Online, uh, everything is at Funny Man Six Eight Six Nine. That's Funny Man Six Eight Six Nine. Funny Man Six Eight Six Nine. Twitter, Funny Man Six Eight Six Nine. Instagram, Funny Man Six Eight Six Nine. My YouTube channel, Funny Man Six Eight Six Nine. So hook me up at Funny Man Six Eight Six Nine. That's what's up. Yeah, man. Tonight I'm gonna be laying in bed. Funny Man Six Eight Six Nine. Yeah, it'll be embedded in your brain. It will be embedded. My wife will be like. What do you keep saying? Funny man, six eight six nine four. Type it in. Type it in. Uh, I don't know, but it's. Uh, <laughs> so that's good. Anyway, uh, you if you if you were asking about where to find cops and Marika, yeah, yeah, uh, any place you get online for uh, for any podcast, uh, well, I should say any, because yeah. I don't know. You might well, use, you platforms because because you're one of those young kids that uh, knows some of the stuff I don't know. You might find one uh, we don't know about. Okay. Yeah. But pretty much any podcast format to okay. go to, or uh, on YouTube. YouTube, and, yep. YouTube pops in the region. Okay. okay. And also, if you go to buddiescomedyclub.com, we're on there too as well. Gotcha, man. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, and uh, so, uh, you. big thanks to BT. Yes. And uh, if you get a chance to see him uh, in a show anywhere, really, you need to. Uh, go see him. You're going. You'll, you'll have him. a blast. And uh, so that's. Uh, I guess that's the end of our uh, of our time. And yep. I, I, I'm, I'm still pops. Still pops, and I'm still the Rican. And, and this is still the pops and the Rican show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fucking love it, guys. Pops and the Rican. Pops and the Rican. Pops and the the Pops and the Rican. The Pops and the Rican. Pops and the Rican. Pops and the Rican.